Praise the name of the Lord. Well, once again, welcome to another beautiful, wonderful live broadcast. My name is Isaiah Phillips Ekintola. I want to especially welcome those who are connecting with us, who will be connecting with us this morning. In the name of the Lord. Well, this is the Potter's Gate online broadcast. As you know, we meet here every morning to pray, to seek the heart of God, to get to know the mind of God for you know the day. We want to understand what he's saying and how to, of course, tread and journey in the light of that which is defined as the dawning of this brand new day. And uh, we believe the Lord this morning once again to guide us and lead our spirits in the path of his righteousness this morning. The Lord is speaking. So many things are happening within and around our life that demands that we have the perspectives of the spirit, that we have the understanding of how to navigate the realities of our time and of our day. We don't want to be overwhelmed and be you know, uh, um, overridden by the, the, by the challenges of the day. We want to keep our hearts in the path of truth, in the path of righteousness. We want to make sure that our heart continue to you know, transverse the directions and the realities of God's will for our day. Welcome everyone this morning. Thank you so much, uh, Sister Tina, uh, Brother Derek. Uh, I know there's another person that, jo that just joined. I can see your face or your name. But thank you everyone for connecting with us this morning. Once again, my apologies for starting a bit late this morning. Uh, you know, um, my day actually begins around uh, 2 a.m., 2 a.m., 3 a.m. Okay, I see someone else co connecting with us this morning. Uh, thank you so much. I'm trying to look at this face. Of course, you can't see anybody's name again, so I'm trying to look at that face. I'm not sure. Uh, it looks like, uh, I'm not sure if it's Apostle Godfrey, but thank you everyone for connecting this morning. Uh, this morning, by the grace of God, uh, there's just a thought that I want to highlight from you know, what we looked at yesterday morning. Oh, what a time. I, I'm not sure if you had the opportunity to go back to yesterday's teaching, uh, yesterday's uh, uh, devotional teaching. What, what, a, what a word. What a prevailing word. What a word. I mean, you know, around 1 a.m. in the night, out in the morning, I was still listening and just trying to, you know, absorb all of the things and just try to take in all of the things that was declared, you know, yesterday morning. What a time. What a time. And I give all the glory and praise to the Lord that he can, you know, speak to us. You know, I, I, like, I, like, I like a situation where God can shift our direction, all right? We, I know that we are focusing on something. We are still tracking, amen, how to come out of, you know, uh, 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 the ark. We're still dealing with all of that. But I like when the Lord can say, you know, my son, this, I want you to look at this. And, and we have that flexibility to, you know, just to look on the other side and let him show us, amen, a, a better and on a, on a, on a better, you know, perspective to what he's saying. Because when God speaks, God speaks from a multidimensional, you know, frequency. Like I always say, when God speaks, speaks god speaks and we need to be able to understand or see his his his, his prism all right once we understand the prisms of god we will hear amen and of course we will see amen the spectrums you know the spectrums reflect the various lights and 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 colors that he's speaking from all right of, of course that's one of the prophetic language that i use i'm sure by now you're used to that all right when god shows us light that light amen always beam out on the other side amen with various colors so we cannot we cannot come to a point in our life where we are fixative on just one all right so we've got to have amen a broad understanding a wide understanding amen a more uh, uh, if you will a more broadened spiritual depth so that we can hear and see and pick 
speak all of the things the Spirit of God, amen, is sharing with us. And of course, the Word of God is alive as we looked at yesterday, meaning this thing is ever increasing. This Word that we are, we are dealing with, this, this, this life that heaven has brought us into is a life that is bringing us, amen, into deeper and a clearer understanding of the intentions of God, of the, of the speakings of God, amen, of the mind of God. And I really want us, amen, to be very cautious as we engage, amen, this ministry of this brand new day. I want our heart, amen, not to rush the things of God. I want us to be settled. We have to be settled. You know, as, as I was thinking about, you know, all that, all that is happening across the world and relating that to the state of the church. Of course, we pick all this, all, most, most, most of the things that we talk about, amen, are to, of course, give us a perspective to how to pray effectively. If there's anything you ever need in your own life, amen, if, if, if there's anything I ever need in my own life, amen, is to have the, the right perspective to prayer. Of course, prayer is the only, uh, uh, if you will, the, the only uh, uh, resource or opportunity that we have to engage heaven. But how we how we engage, how we pray, how we how we connect to the things of the spirit, amen, is is determined by how much of you know the life we have received, how much of revelation, truth, how much of understanding, how much of you know redemption, hallelujah, has been wrought, has been worked within the structures of our life. All right, we, we we know in part, and therefore the Bible says we prophesy in part. So we don't want to keep ourselves, limit ourselves in the dimension where our understanding of the spirit spirit amen is just limited to one aspect we want to have a wide a broad understanding so that when we engage in the things of the spirit in the place of prayer amen we can effectively pray the bible says it is the effectual so prayer must be effective and what makes prayer effective, amen, is not the strength to which we pray, amen. It's not how loud our voice is, amen, as, some, as much as sometimes we need to, yes, just, you know, increase the volume a bit, amen. But that's not what makes our prayer effective, amen. It's not where we go to pray. It's not all right, that we found ourselves on some mountain. I like to go to mountains, all right, just to have a nice view. That's what, if I go to mountain, I like to go there for just to, just to look at things and appreciate, all right, this God that we serve, not because my prayer all right, it's going to get, you know, uh, 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 you know uh, uh, answered faster. No, no, no. All right. Wherever we find ourselves, Jesus said the day is coming, amen, and the time has come. All right. Where, where, when the true worshiper, amen, what, what defines our connection with God, amen, is our state of truth. Where the true worshiper, we worship God, amen, in spirit. Spirit and in truth, Jesus never talked about location because that woman was still engaging about issue of location. No, that our father worship at this mountain. All right, we worship in that valley. We go to you know uh, uh, the, the 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 side of the river. We 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 like to pray. You know where you know the the water flows and all of those traditions that people all right have engaged their life with. No, it is the condition of our heart. And this issue of condition speaks into the ministry of redemption, which I think, Amen. God is emphasizing in this brand new day. We regards to all that is happening with the death of this american you know guy and all that is you know happening in terms of exposing the state of our life the church amen you know our understanding about the things of god our idea of race our idea of nationality all of this amen are speaking into the issue amen of our our perspective regarding amen the things of god because we can look at things amen we can look at life we can look at ourselves we can look at creation amen from how the world amen and of course when i said the world that includes the religious system how they have defined things to us or we can look at things amen from how 
Amen. Jesus Christ defined things. There are things that people can stand upon and can actually argue their way and say, well, in the Old Testament, the Old Testament says, you know, God divide the world into different languages and all of that and all of that. Yeah, that may sound wonderful and good. But when you take that truth and you begin to align it, amen, with what Christ came to do. Remember, Christ came, amen, to the earth, amen, to correct something. It, it came to you know, change something. Amen. Jesus didn't just come to die for us. Amen. He also came to renew creation, to transform values. Amen. Understanding. All right. I was thinking about this word this morning. Did Jesus ever address the issue of race? Of course he did. Of course he did. But this, are, this, are, this, this is not what I'm you know, talking about this morning. But of course it connects. Because once we have, once we have the right view, the right you know, godly perspective to, to life, amen. Once we have that ascended understanding. Once, that's, why, that's why the whole sevenfold realities of God were given to us. The whole sevenfold spirit of God were given to us. All of that is to furnish us, amen, with clarity, with understanding, amen, with, with, with depth, amen with insight hallelujah that gives us if you will an ex executive amen you know access into the things of the spirit when the spirit of the lord comes the bible says when you the spirit of truth comes he will guide you into all truth not some truth not half a truth amen not a truth amen that 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 looks yes right but uh, there's an error added to it no when, when the spirit of god truly brings us into truth amen every aspect of our life amen are highlighted and related back to God's divine ordained program and plan. And I think this is something the Lord, amen, is emphasizing as we step into, amen, this new day. As we begin to step out of the ark, amen, we don't want to step out with the same old mindset. We don't want to step out with the same old belief system. We don't want to step out, amen, with some half knowledge of truth, amen. You know, there, there are people in the scripture that Jesus engaged with. He engaged with. The Bible says, amen, they saw men walking like trees. There were people who had partial, you know, partial sight. Somebody like Saul. I mean, he was zealous, amen, for, you know, for the religion of his father. He was a Pharisee of the Pharisee. You understand? He was born of the tribe of the Benjamin. I mean, this guy was committed, fully committed, amen, no, thinking that he was actually serving God. You know, I read a scripture some time ago. I've shared, I've shared on that scripture. This, Jesus said the time is coming, all right, that people, all right, who will be killing, all right, and they will think that they are doing God a favor. I mean, when you read scriptures like that, you, you should be afraid. You should be afraid. The Bible says they will be killing. They will be killing in his own name. And they will actually believe that they are doing God a favor. Is that not where Paul, you know, Saul was? Before it collided with truth. And this issue of race is opening another opportunity for us. Amen. To look into, you know, what we believe. To look into how we believe. To look into how we see life. How we see ourselves. You, you, I mean, this is just a reality. And, and the more I, 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 I talk about some of these things, the more I post on some of these things. You know, I post deliberately. I don't just post things on Facebook and social media because, you know, uh, everything I read there it speaks to me. No, 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 I don't. I, I, I address things in the spirit and I address them, hallelujah, by engaging them. Of course, my, my, my posts are just words, but beyond those words, I'm addressing the spirit. 
Whenever you see me post something and I continue, you better understand that I'm addressing something. I'm addressing something. And that's how it's going to be, it's going to be for us. All right? So not everything that we see on, on social media, amen, calls for our attention. Amen? No, we don't have to respond to everything. But we respond to the things that we know we are convinced of. We know that we must respond to things, amen, that are not aligned to the will of God, amen, and are, are, not, are not representing the intentions of God. It is our responsibility and duty amen to engage those things to correct them to speak truth to them you know as we engage on our posts i'm engaging with so many other you know uh, platforms in america here and there because people have this wrong belief and this wrong particularly the evangelicals in america there they have so they have so polluted amen the waters of the things of the spirit and we have to like i always say a generation must arise to correct these things and we cannot be quiet i cannot you know bury my head because i don't want to sound controversial or i don't want people to look at me and, or i don't want to lose followers or i not address things then I would have missed the purpose of God for, for me. I mean, God gave us this platform. God gave us a social media. You know, I've, I've had, you know, some men of God say, oh, social media is just a place where people are looking for, you know, cheap opportunity, you know, to, to just, you know, speak and make noise. And, I, and I, you know, of course, I don't respond to them because you can see, you know, their level of understanding that these ones, they are very shallow. Um, some of these will call themselves prophets. And, and they're so shallow. They think that everything that God does is run within the four walls of a church they don't understand that this is church they don't understand that we're i'm engaging people on this platform amen that i will not be able to engage if i'm running a church they don't understand that you see so when blind people and ignorant people are speaking sometimes you ignore them but it's important that we understand that when we're on this kind of a platform that this is very important that we're not joking all right my words the things that we talk about amen they're not joke because you're addressing a principality you're addressing a mindset you're addressing a rigid belief system you're addressing something i mean what an opportunity that god has given to us that via a platform like this you can reach into certain places that you will never be never be able to reach certain people that you will never be able to meet if you meet them you know one to one you won't be able to talk to them yet on a platform like this amen you can reach them this is what the bible is saying this is very prophetic all right this is very very prophetic so i'm very excited amen about all of the things that the lord amen is doing in our day this platform that heaven has given to us we have to maximize this opportunity because i tell you tomorrow another pharaoh may just rise amen that doesn't know amen that is not that doesn't have a relationship with joseph and they may just shut us down that's the end so we while we have the light it says shine the light amen while we have the light let's walk in it while we have this window of opportunity let's continue to advance amen the the, the, the things of god let's continue to promote the things of god let's continue to engage of course when it comes to the point of argument you leave it but make sure, amen, that you leave the heart of God. You let people know, amen, that there is a better alternative. Let people know, amen, what God is doing. Let people know this, this is a powerful window of opportunity heaven has given to us. So back to what I'm talking about. I'm saying this is a day where, amen, heaven is, 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 is if you will, is taking us deeper, amen, in the reality of our redemption. Remember, the redemption is not just, well, I'm saved, I'm going to heaven. Redemption deals with every aspect, amen, of human life. 
Amen. Every aspect of our existence, amen, must come into God's divine original purpose. Every, every aspect of our life, every Every, every dimension of our existence must come back, must be realigned, amen, to God's original divine purpose. So if that is what our assignment is, then we have to have a better insight. We have to have a better understanding. We have to have a better, amen, clarity regarding what redemption is because it's from that position of redemption that we will be interacting, amen, that we will be speaking, all right? Lest, you, lest you're speaking from a dimension that is not well, you know, informed, and transform in the knowledge of truth, amen, and you misrepresent God just like we're seeing people doing out there today. Like I said, all kinds of, you know, misrepresentation are out there in the name of God. People have really destroyed, almost destroyed, amen, the things of the spirit. And we have to rise up in the power of kingdom gospel and begin to, and begin to readdress and correct those areas, but like I said, all this thing must begin when we have an understanding. What am I saying? We read a scripture yesterday. We read a scripture yesterday regarding act, excuse me, regarding uh, uh, Moses. Talking about the prevailing word. The prevailing word. The word of God had to prevail over Moses for 40 years in the wilderness. For him to be fully adjusted and corrected. To see God's divine program. To see God's counsel and when that happened the scripture says God gave him a living word a living word this scripture changed my life years ago as a pastor I stopped I stopped running I stopped pursuing I stopped you know uh, the, the the idea of you know of who, who is known who 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 wants to be seen out I stopped chasing shadows <laughs> I came to rest and I felt the Lord once again bringing the scripture again that we need to examine this thing. A lot of people trying to run in their own strength, in their own power, trying to carry out things, trying to do things, but they have not been given the living word. They have a dead word. They have theology. They have some things men call revelation, but has no power. Amen. If it's revelation, it has life. It has life. Every true revelation that comes from God, amen, has the power to change, to transform, to reform, to equip, hallelujah, to bring you from one point and take you to the next point. That's the power of revelation. Revelation transforms, reforms. Revelation transports. Revelation, hallelujah, you know, uh, will take you from, amen, point A to point B. Every time you encounter true revelation, you are changed. You become more like him. You become reformed. You become transformed. Something about your life is adjusted for the good. Of course, revelation confronts, amen, the, the, the deepest darkness in our life. We all have degrees of darkness. Darkness, hallelujah, that we have inherited. That's why the ministry of redemption needs to be amplified and highlighted in this day. There are issues, things in our life that are not, amen, you know, speaking to God's divine intention. It's a day of restoration. We are being restored back to our original identity. Somebody said, but Jesus Christ did it all. Yes, he did it all. But we have not seen the reality of all that he did manifest in our life. We have to embrace that which he has done. We have to embrace what Jesus did. Hallelujah. The more we embrace what Jesus did, amen, the more there's going to be war in our life. Oh, you didn't hear me? I said, the more we embrace what Jesus already done, because saying Jesus did it all doesn't mean that suddenly we have this automatic, you know, uh, 
a, a passport, amen, to, to transformation. No, if, 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 if that's the reality, then by now everyone in the church should have been transformed. The world should have been changed, amen. We should have finished the job, hallelujah. It doesn't work like that. Jesus did it all, yes, that, that's your inheritance. But you have to take that inheritance, amen, and begin to live by it. For you to live by it, hallelujah, you have to address the strong man that is already, amen, well seated in your life. You have to address the power. You have to address the wrong idea, the wrong belief, the wrong philosophy. You have to address, amen, that ungodly, you know, uh, 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 belief system that 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 are sticking hold over your life. That's the truth. That's why when people hear the truth, amen, they, something in them rejects it, fights it, amen. They they they, they live in denial. They they, they say no, this, this this cannot be true. It's not them. It's that spirit in the inside. So, so, so if you want to really connect with the things of God, be ready to war. Because God is not just going to give you things and the devil is going to watch you and say, oh, just go ahead, have it. No, he's going to fight you because amen, he's been the one ruling your life. He's been the one controlling your life. He's been the one determining amen, how you do things, how you see things, how you relate. He's been the one amen, defining the, the, the values of your life. But now you say you want to live amen, by your true original identity. And you think he's just going to fold his hand and say, go ahead. No, he's going to fight you dirty. He's going to make sure that every aspect, amen, of your life, he tries to frustrate it, amen. But if you are also determined, like I said yesterday, if you are also determined that, no, I'm going to stand by the values of God's word. I'm going to stand by that which God says in his word. I'm going to stand by, amen, the higher laws of God. Listen to this. It's only a matter of time before darkness begins to give way. But that's not going to come, amen, without you throwing a fight, without you getting determined, without you, hallelujah, standing your ground. The Bible says, amen, haven't done all to stand. It says, still stand, therefore, with your loins guarded. With your loins guarded with what? With truth. Now with something else. I am saying this is a day, hallelujah, where we have to confront our own life. And God is creating occasion that allow us to be able to confront ourselves, to confront our beliefs, to confront our values, to confront our standard, to confront, amen, our state of, you know, uh, 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 you know, thinking, all of the things that defines our life that are not aligned to the will of God. We have to confront them. If we don't confront them, amen, we are, we are indirectly giving the devil, hallelujah, you know, legal power to continue to rule and reign. Nobody wants to do that. And this is the reason why God has sent, amen, you know, teachers, prophets, apostles to go out there. He said, how can they hear if, if no one is sent? You see, so that's why, because God knows that, you know, naturally people will not come to this truth. So he sent, he deploys his own, his own, his own man. He said, go teach the people. Go awake the nation. Wake them to truth, amen. Go disciple the nation. So all of these things are part of God's program. When I come like this and I speak like this, all right, this word will make certain people angry. This word will, you know, give certain people joy. They, you know, certain people are like, wow, yes, I've been, I've been looking for this thing. Some people will look at you and say, what nonsense is he talking about? Based on their own values, based on their own belief. But for you who is searching, for you who is seeking, for you who is knocking, for you who really want to change, you are determined to want to be like Christ. Ah, then welcome, hallelujah. It's a brand new day. We have to engage that with the Spirit of God. Amen. He's proclaiming and declaring that we have to continue to amplify the voice of truth into our own hearings. 
into our own lives. We have to continue to turn up the volume, amen, of truth. Every aspect of our life, amen, every aspect of our life, amen, must engage the truth. We must shine the light of truth to every area of our life so that darkness has no place to stay. That is what makes a man to pray. That while he's still praying, the fire comes down. <laughs> you know, understand, there is, there is no ambition in his life. There is no place where darkness is, 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 is hiding and, and locking around. No, every aspect of his life, amen, has become a smoke unto God. This is the ministry of redemption, friends. Redemption doesn't stop when you say, Jesus, come into my life. That's the first point. They will continue to journey into your life. They will continue to take the, the, the such light. Hallelujah. They say the path of the righteous man, amen, is like the bringing forth, hallelujah, the turning out, the, 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 the showing forth of the, of the first, you know, you know, a light of the day. Yes, that's the path. But as you continue, as you continue to walk, amen, the path gets brighter <laughs> onto something they call, amen, a perfect day, a perfect light, amen. And some translation says you come into what is called the full, the full light, amen, the full noon light. You know, you know, in the noonday, the sun is out there shining. You feel the heat. You feel the heat. Hallelujah. Amen. We walk into light in degrees. We walk into light in degrees. The light that I have yesterday is not enough. Amen. If I'm going to pursue, if I'm going to press further into the things of God, I have to embrace that which the Spirit of God, amen, is pointing to. This is a this is a new light, amen, God is pointing into today. Yesterday, God spoke to us about the prevailing word. And today, he's still speaking about the prevailing word. But he's saying, this prevailing word is to give us insight into his redemptive program in our life. Hallelujah. Yes. Yes, if I die today, I will go to heaven. But it's not enough just to go to heaven. I want to go to heaven, amen, fully alive. I don't just want to make it to heaven. I want to be well sighted. I want to, I want to when I stand before the Lord, when they look at my life, I don't want them to say, well, you fulfill 60% of your assignment. You, because you knew 60% of what God has done for you. I want to be able to enter, hallelujah, and say, well done, thou good and faithful servant. You came into light and you allowed that light to permeate every aspect of your being. That from the crown of my head to the sole of my feet, every aspect of my being is speaking light. We know in part and therefore we prophesy in part. We represent God in part. We speak in part. Why? Because we know in part. He said, but when, hallelujah, when the, when the fullness of light comes, the part will, de will depart, will disappear. Huh? Friends, that which is part is giving way. Because that which, amen, is, is, is increased light is coming. We have to open our heart, our life to the increasing of the light. The Bible says, of the increase of his kingdom, there shall be no end. What do you think that is? Oh, we will always think that represents to, to something outside. No, no, no. Of the increase of his kingdom in our life first, in our heart, in our mind. The kingdom of God must be increasing in me. The kingdom of God must be increasing in my, in my perspective, in my thought pattern. Hallelujah. The kingdom of God must be increasing in how, hallelujah, I connect, I relate, in how I represent the things of God, in how I read the word of God. There must be continual increase. 
This is a God that we cannot come to a point that we say we know all of him. So his light is ever increasing. Ever increasing. Ever increasing light. Ever increasing light. Ever increasing faith. Ever increasing truth. Hallelujah. We are coming into a greater light. Amen. We are coming into less we are deceived by the light the devil himself is showing us. Have you forgotten the Bible says he himself appears as angel of a light. So if we, if we don't know the true light, we will get ourselves deluded. We will stand on a lie and we will think it's the truth. And we will, be, we will be fighting to defend that lie because we assume it's the truth. This is the point where many of the evangelical churches in America is. They've embraced partial light. That is not a full representation of God's intention for, hallelujah, for, for creation. And therefore, they are standing on a lie and they are proclaiming is the truth. I must say this. This is just the truth. I read some of their, some of their books. I mean, people who talk about powerful you know, things. But when you look at where they stand on the truth they, they, they themselves have written. They're miles apart. You ask yourself, is this possible? Of course it's possible. <laughs> it's possible. That's why I said it's not enough to, to have the truth and preach the truth. No. The truth, first of all, hallelujah, must, must overwhelm your life. Amen. You yourself must become truth before your life can become an expression of the truth. You see, I'm not interested in preaching truth. I want my life to be, hallelujah, the message of truth. I want every aspect of my being, hallelujah, to be consumed by the truth. When your life becomes one with truth, you see, what you say, what you proclaim, what, would, what you declare will be the truth. That's why the materials I write, I write them from a position, amen, of the experience of truth that heaven has given to me. I don't just write theological material. No, that's why if you take any of our, any of our material, you, you, can, you can feel light. You can feel the experience because, yes, they come from, from a well, from a depth. I have to wait on the Lord. So what are we saying? We're saying this is a new day. I, I, I want to share scripture with us. <laughs> Welcome everyone. I'm trying to share scripture with us. L look, look, look at this scripture in Acts chapter 7 verse uh, 30, 30. I'm actually going to read 38. But let's take it from 37. This is that Moses. <laughs> Something happened to this Moses. Something happened to that Moses. Amen. That is reflecting a new nature of this Moses. He said this is that Moses. In case you're confused. In case... You, you, you think they're talking about someone else. They say, no, this is that Moses, that Moses. You know, that Moses uh, who came to his, you know, to his mind that, you know, at the age of, you know, 40. All right. That Moses, yes, who, who tried to, you know, uh, uh, fight and, uh, and, 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 and reflect his position of leadership, thinking that his people will recognize him, that, uh, that, that he's actually the Messiah, the God of sent. <laughs> That's a Moses. I like the scripture. He said, this is that Moses who told the Israelites, God will send you a prophet like me from your own people. Listen, he was in the assembly. He was in the assembly. <laughs> Let's not even go into all of that now. He was in the assembly in the wilderness. He was in the assembly hmm. in the desert or in the wilderness. With the angels who spoke with him. <laughs> there was an assembly in the wilderness. 
What are we talking about? Which assembly is there in the wilderness? Who goes to who goes to have an assembly in the wilderness? <laughs> oh Jesus. The assembly, amen, of the ascended ones. <laughs> They, they had to put a rope, amen, on the neck of Jacob. He was, he was almost passing the location of the assembly. He was still going, you know, by might and by power. They say, hey, let the sun set on you in this place. So yeah, you can, you can come into the company of the, of the assembly. Come into the company of the assembly. You can't see them. They have to open your eyes to see. I'm talking about a dimension, amen, that we come into in redemption that will begin to interact with a new, a new reality of life. It's time to come to him. We need to be, we need to be stripped of our religious guardedness, our, you know, humanistic, you know, uh, uh, idea of Christianity. We need to be stripped, amen, of how we define the things of God. We need to be brought again to the place of the washing. They say, go wash. He came back seen. His, his sight was restored. I said that Jacob would have passed the assembly because the assembly are, gad are gatherings of wind. <laughs> Gad gatherings of wind. They say, he that is born of the spirit is like a wind. I like a wind. <laughs> I, Jesus. Moses. Something happened to Moses. There was a point he thought he was ready. There's a point that people are speaking from right now. And I watch people speaking. They speak from such a conviction. A, a conviction that is flawed. <laughs> Can a man speak from a conviction that is flawed? Yes. <laughs> this, the Bible said they speak of the things they know not of. In the book of Jude, the Bible talks about a company of them who try to fight, who try to speak, who try to proclaim and declare the things they know nothing about. They know nothing about. But when they speak, you think, wow. <laughs> you see, for somebody to wow you, it means that you, 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 you know less, you know less than that person. If the blind leads the blind, both will fall into the ditch. Friends, it's time to have an ascended sight. But that ascended sight will only come when we embrace a new measure of our redemption. There is a technology in the ministry of redemption that touches every dimension, every area of our life. It preps us. It, it builds us. It takes us further. It brings us to a new reality. We begin to see from a new height. He said, come up higher. Let me show you. <laughs> the first thing they will show you about, about life when you come up high is that they will show you yourself. <laughs> they will reveal you to you. In the year King Uzziah died, <laughs> access was given to Isaiah. He came up higher. The first thing he did, he, he raised his hand. He said, I'm undone. This is a man who's been speaking as a prophet. He's been declaring. But he was speaking from a blind position because the prince of the air had captured amen, his frequency. They have jammed his frequency to the things of the spirit. Don't you understand? Your spirit can be jammed. Your, your prophetic signal can be jammed 
by a higher signal, by a, by a more robust, advanced amen, you know, technology. They can jam your spirit. Isaiah's spirit has been jammed. His frequency of hearing God earlier, he thought he was still hearing God. He didn't know that what he was hearing earlier was the things that God said three years ago, five, ten years ago. <laughs> they, they have jammed. They have jammed the signal. They have changed. Or you, you understand his ability to see into the heavens. Except the Bible says King Uzziah was there. So in the year King Uzziah, in the year King Uzziah, something happened in the spiritual realm. There are certain power and principality, all right, that controls the, the atmosphere, they control the sphere. The horns that stood against Judah and Jerusalem, that no man lift their head. You can't even begin to engage certain realm, certain dimension, amen, of truth, of revelation in this last day until we have a new degree, amen, of our redemptive nature in Christ. Hallelujah. That position us. Amen. In the reality where the Bible says we guard our loins with truth. It's from there that we can engage those powers or else they will flow you. They will flow you. <laughs> and you can do ministry from that level. You'll be running ministry and be running life. Running your church. Running your family. Running your business. Whatever it is. From that lower realm. They say, the devil says leave them there. <laughs> These ones we've captured. But just leave them there. Give them a little breakthrough. So that they will think it's God. Just give them little things. But when it comes to certain things, don't make sure they don't understand those things. Make sure they don't see life the way God wants them to see it. That was, that was the demise of the first man. But we, we no longer live by the order of the first man. That's why we've got to understand the issue of race and nationality. We have to understand that race and nationality in God, amen, is not a geographical location. No, <laughs> it's not a geographical location. It's an identity we bear via, amen, the redemptive life that we have received by grace in Christ Jesus. If any man be in Christ, not with Christ, you have to be in him. That is, the, that is the nation of God. A people called out to be in Christ. It's from there that they are sent out. They are called the Ecclesia. The Ecclesia is one that is sent out from Christ. Hallelujah. He opens the door that they go out and they come in. The Bible says he is the door. He is the door for the ship. Amen. He opens the door for the ship to go out and to come in. It's called the Ecclesia. And it's called the nation of God in the earth. There are two nations in the earth. It's not America, South Africa, Nigeria, Ghana, you know, Uganda, you know, Congo. No, no, no. Those, those are the nations that men define. The nation, of, the nation of God began when Christ, hallelujah, was resurrected. When Christ, hallelujah, died and resurrected and ascended on her. The Bible says he broke down the wall of partition. That wall of partition, amen, is the ideology that men, amen, has programmed to define people, to define race, to define, hallelujah, who, 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 is, who is what in the earth, hallelujah. If, if you come into Christ, you come into a new identity, if you will, you come into a new race. You can be from the Arab world if you are in that identity. Hallelujah. You are my brother in Christ. If you are from Palestine. Hallelujah. If you have that identity of the new man in Christ. You are my brother. We share the same amen, kindred values. If you come from America. Hallelujah. And you are from that tribe of the new man. There's a, there is a race called the new man race in, in the earth. Hallelujah. 
I said there is a race called the new man race. Let's stop fighting, you know, you know, a battle that is not aligned, that is not, that is not speaking to God's heart, you see. As men are fighting this issue of racism, we've got to, yes, we have to speak the truth, but we also need to let the people understand, amen, the true race. I was tracking this with a brother from America this morning, but I didn't have the time because I've got to, I've got to come, you know, and broadcast. But I love what some of the things that I was trying, this brother was trying to, you know, say certain things, you know, because that is his own level of understanding. And it's, it's a time for us, amen. That's why you've got to study. You've got to study. And you've got to show yourself a proof, amen. A workman that needed not to be ashamed, rightly, rightly dividing the word of truth. This brother said to me, if you say that there are just two races on earth, the race of the saved and the unsaved. Imagine if, if, imagine if, if the church does its job properly in America, all right? not preaching a blind truth. Not telling people that all right, the, 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 the white man all right, is of a better race because, because you trace certain, certain scriptures that says all right, God has given the white man certain, certain you know, ability and capacity. Where did you hear such a gospel from? Who lied to you? Lie to you where when God says identity or says race, he was talking about the color of skin. We have to track again what, what the image of God is and what his likeness means. What does God mean when he says multiply? Everybody cannot be multiplying and reproducing and and you know and, and increasing and all of that, and we all remain in one in one reality, in one in one location. No, God, God's, God's desire is for the earth to be populated. God is a God, amen, who have set, amen, the solitary, amen, in places. God is a God of all spirits, amen, and all tongue, all language, amen, all tribe, amen, are all part of his divine program. Even though that came because of the judgment, amen, of man from the Tower of Babel. Remember, that was where God scattered, you know, the languages of men, all right? Even before the Tower of Babel, amen, God had begun to raise for himself, amen, a people. The idea of race and, and nationality, it's not about, you know, just becoming, you know, a nationalist or, or just, you know, remaining in certain place and defining. Listen, God doesn't, God doesn't, God doesn't have issues with our, our tribe, our culture and all of, as long as those things does not negate his values, as long as those, you know, things we subscribe to, amen, does not stand against his program, his plan, amen. And this is, this is even before redemption. So all of the things that God is doing in the earth, amen, are redemptive by nature. So we have to even look at race, amen, from a redemptive position. You now sharing with this brother, say, no, all of, all of, the, all of the things that, you know, you know, you know uh, uh, um, Revelation 19 talk about, all tongues, all tribe, yes. You know, all, all, all race, where they're giving glory to, yes, all of that, amen, are part of God's expression of his uniqueness. Because in God, amen, there are diversity. <laughs> we need to go back to, <laughs> to certain elementary two truths, truth that we were talking about in, in, the, in the class of redemption. That's why we have to go back to teach what redemption, not just teach salvation. We have to teach redemption. When you teach redemption, we teach, amen, what, what God says about nations, about tongues, about tribe, about community, about families. Like I was saying a few days ago, amen, every nation starts, amen, from a family. A family starts from a man and a woman. What is God's plan? 
What is what what is God's plan for a nation like America? What is God's plan for a nation, amen, like Iran? What is God's plan for a nation, amen, like Syria, like you know, like South Africa, like Uganda, amen? What is God's plan, amen, for United Kingdom? What is God? You see, all of the things that men have tried to bring together, amen, that is not aligned with his will. You can see they are all collapsing. That is the image of Nebuchadnezzar. Come on, I don't want to talk about race this morning. I'm trying to connect to something about Moses because that is what I'm interested in this morning and i think that's what the holy spirit amen wants you to know because once you know that regardless of the color of your sin of, of your skin regardless of where you are who you are amen where, where you are located in the earth listen to this you will shine you will shine you will reveal the glory of god you will proclaim his majesty Israel and, and Egypt are two different identity, two different, two different, you know, community, two different philosophy. Yet a slave ruled, hallelujah, in Egypt. <laughs> Only God can do that. Only God can do that. So where's the issue of race there? But this guy was sold as a slave. He was sold as a slave. Yet he ruled, he ruled Egypt. Daniel ruled Babylon. <laughs> Esther rule, hallelujah, Persia. Come on, friends. We've got to have a well-developed spiritual insight or else people will come with their little myopic theology and try to floor you. This is a day of sight. Increased sight must come upon the, the sons of God. This is that Moses. Something happened to that Moses. And this is what I'm talking about. Something must happen to us. It may take 40 days. It may take four days. It may take 40 years. For Moses, it took 40 years. 40 years before he thought he was ready. They gave him another 40 years. The seasons of life passed through Moses. It came to manhood. Manhood by the spirit. I'm not talking about the longevity of human timing now. I'm talking about how quick you are willing and ready to respond, to yield to the, to the speaking, to the beckoning of God. That the more you yield to the beckoning of God, something on the inside of you gets, amen, reformed, transformed. You get to be, amen, re-empowered to see things and to operate from that dimension that is called the ascended life. It's from there we're looking at. We have to operate from that ascended life. And I say for us to walk in the ascended life, we need, amen, to come via, via the door of redemption. And to come via the door of redemption, you have to know what is called Jesus, the way, the truth, and the life. This life is not just about <clears throat> breathing in and breathing out. No, no. The life of God is the operating spiritual system, amen, of God's, amen, connection with man and to creation. The life of God is not about longevity. The life of God is about, amen, the fulfillment of his divine intention. <laughs> the life of God is not about longevity. If it's about longevity, Jesus will not finish the job at the age of 33. He, at the age of 33, he was done. <laughs> Hallelujah. Jo Joseph took the throne. He took the throne at the age of 30. Come on, friends. The quicker and the faster we enter into this reality of divine truth, the more our life, amen, becomes, amen, one that is ready to be used of God. I'm not bothered about my age. No, no, no. 
My age is connected to the, to, to the purpose of God. To the intentions of God. To the desire of God. Let's get our priorities right. Let me go back to Acts 7. Verse, 7, verse 37 again. This is that Moses. Who told the Israelites. God will send you a prophet. Like me. <laughs> Thank God that God is sending prophets. I was so I was so enriched not too long ago. Somebody said to me, You're a true prophet. And I appreciate God for your life. I mean, that made my that just made my day. You're a true prophet. Amen. God is still sending prophets. I miss the misconceptions. I miss amen, the confusion and, and the misrepresentation. I miss the perversion amen, of the prophetic. God still have himself prophets. Let's not make mistake to think, oh, all the prophets have been corrupt. No, God said, I still have, I still have some that have not bowed the knees. They have not, they have refused to eat from the from the table of Jezebel. They have refused it. <laughs> they rather fall on the sword and die. I'm one of them. Rather fall on the sword and die than to compromise the holy oracle of God. No. No. You see, a prophet is not about a one who brings the word of God. It's about the one who brings the uncontaminated word of God. Uncorrupt, unpolluted word of God. You see, the issue of the prophet is not about bringing the word of God. No. It's about, it's about bringing, amen, the, 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 the undiluted word. The undiluted word. That's what God is looking for. It's not, a, it's not about just bringing the word. No, no, no. It's about bringing a word that is well guarded. He guides, he guides the word. He guides the word with his life. <laughs> the sons of the Rechabites, their mouth has not touched wine. You come and, and scan there. You will find nothing of the world in them. I have no pleasure for the things of the world. They die daily. I embrace death. Against the things of the world daily, 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 daily we embrace the cross. If I have, praise God. If I don't have, praise the Lord. We've learned to abound to abase. I'm not under pressure. I'm not under financial pressure. No. When I don't have, I rejoice in the Lord. I rejoice. <laughs> I always tell my family, if, if, they, if nothing is in the house, let's give praise to God. He's the one, hallelujah, who gives us this day our daily bread. You see, you don't pray for daily bread. He gives it to you. So if, if that thing seems not to be coming, rejoice in the Lord. But he has not failed me once. He has not failed me once. One of the things that a prophet must deal with, amen, is covetousness. Covetousness. Pride. Perversion. Of all forms, of all kinds. Spirit of materialism. You've got to deal with it if you want to be a true prophet. You have to daily, amen, embrace the cross. And make sure that your heart, your mind, your life, amen, is aligned to God's heartbeat. Every day, you are, every, not, not, not even every day, every hour, every second, you are hearing his heartbeat. Boom, boom. You're feeling the heartbeat of the Father. Yes. What, whatever you're doing, even if, even if you're watching a movie. So let nobody say, oh, this guy. No, I watch movie. I watch movie. I watch my, you know, uh, what they call them now. 
I love epic movie. I, I love, you know, movies that speaks about history and all of that. I love my documentaries and all of that. Yes. Even when you're watching that, your heart is beating. Sometimes you're watching movie, the spirit of God comes upon you. You just get up, you start praying. Yeah. You can finish that and continue watching your movie. Every aspect of your life has become one. There is no area of your life that the devil owns. That's what I'm talking about. That's what makes us, hallelujah, sons of God. Sons of God are true carriers of the prophetic spirit. Sons of God are true carrier of the prophetic spirit. I don't live in denial and there's, there's not, I'm not hiding anything. I have nothing hidden in my life. Nothing hidden. My testimony is not just about, you know, the good things that have happened to me. I will also give you testimony of the bad things that have happened to me. That's my life. So, <laughs> there's nothing to hide. Come on, friends. I'm just telling you. You see, the call of a prophet is different from every other ministry. Because God doesn't deal with just somebody who has his word. No. God is dealing with, amen, how you value the word. The premium price you pay on the word, you see. My children know when it comes to the things of the word, you don't, you don't mess, you don't mess, you don't mess with me. No, no, no. That's a, you know, I know you don't want to touch that sacred. That's sacred. There's certain things you don't want to mess. You don't want to mess around me. No, no, you don't. I'm not going to allow you. Regardless of who you are, you can be my wife, my children. I will tell you straight. Ah, no, 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 no. That, no. You've got to know where to draw the line. Or else God is coming for you. <laughs> God, heaven is coming for you. Yes, that's Eli. In the day he was supposed to be bringing correction and direction, amen, as the voice of God, as a prophet. You know, he, he allowed, you know, his soulish concept of family to get into the ministry of God. They say, we're coming for you. You're going to die. How you treat the things of God when you are not there is how people are going to treat it. You see, the value that I place on the things of God, amen, when I'm not there tomorrow, at the same value my children, amen, will place on the things of God. Your life is an open book. It's not what you preach. It's how, hallelujah, you address, how you carry yourself, how you interact with the things of God. When they see you pray, nobody, listen, nobody will convince them not to pray. When they see you place, amen, price on the things of God, they know, they know that they have to put a price on the things of God. It's not telling them, go and pray. It's not telling them, go and study your Bible. When they see you study, when they see you pray, when they see you do what is right, when they see you bless other people, when they see you all right, serve others, when they see how you serve God, listen to this, even if they are, even if they are president, even if they are, you know, the, 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 you know the, a bank chief director, whatever, whatever, even if they are pilot, like my daughter says she wants to be a pilot, even in that, hallelujah, she'll be piloting and she will, that's if that's what God has called her to do. She'll be doing that, but she'll be doing that as, 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 service unto the Lord. Unto the Lord. Unto the Lord. Life is an extension, amen, of the field of God. It's ministry. That word, amen, a prophet just struck my spirit. Maybe somebody needed to hear that. This is, this is that Moses. With all the Israel, God was sent, sent. A prophet is a sent one. That's why we say a prophet. Come on, Lord. 
I, just, I thought I was done with a prophet. You know, a prophet is a sent one. We know the word sent comes from the word apostolos. That's why people sometimes confuse this, you know, two together. You know, is, is an apostle a prophet? Is a prophet an apostle? You see, they are two distinct qualities, but walk hand in hand. You know, John, amen, was a saint, a saint apostle. Now, this kind of prophet that I said, have you noticed that there is no prophet, amen, truly raised by God that is not sent? There's always something God sent a prophet to do. That's why a prophet carries, amen, that apostolos governmental spirit. A prophet, amen, engages things. You are sent to engage something. You are sent to correct something. That's why I sometimes say, well, I don't mind if people don't like what I'm saying because I'm sent to do it. <laughs> sometimes I don't like, I don't like, you know, the look of my job because it makes you look like, hey, come on. I, I can't just, we just leave these things and just enjoy ourselves, you know. Why do you always like, you know, trying to, you know, change the atmosphere? No, well, but that's what I'm called to do. I don't know why, amen, but why God put the prophetic as part, but the prophetic, amen, is part of God's program. The prophetic, amen, is designed to engage, hallelujah, the heart of men to realign people, to realign nation back to God's divine order. And to do that, amen, you're going to step on toes sometimes, even, even, even if you don't know you're stepping on toes. Because people want to do their own thing, but the prophet comes and says, sorry, you can't do your own thing. You know, things that pastors are afraid to talk about. Yeah, and for good reasons. But the prophet comes and says, sorry, you can't do that. You are not allowed to do that. You are not permitted to do that. <laughs> he said, who do you think you are? I said, well, I'm the voice of God. I'm speaking as the prophet of God. You are not permitted to park your car there. <laughs> say, who are you? I'm the law. <laughs> you see, that's the prophet for you. And we have to understand that nature. And it's a beautiful thing when we embrace that because it brings balance to our life. It brings balance to our life. It brings, it, it helps us to understand how, how to unstrung the flesh and keep our eyes on the Lord. God will send a prophet like me. So Moses recognized himself as a prophet. God will send a prophet like me, like me. <laughs> So he's not talking about himself, but he's talking about another prophet. But that's not the point. Let's look at the point here. All right. God will send another prophet like me from your own people. Listen to this. He was in the assembly in the desert with the angel who spoke to him on Mount Sinai and with our father. And he received, and he received living words, living words. Pass on to them. He, this, this dimension, this guy, this Moses received, he received living word, living word. This is, this is Stephen's account of, of what happened to Moses in the backside amen, of, of, of the desert. Stephen told us, because this is Stephen speaking, Stephen told us that Moses received a living word. Why did they have to say living word? Because they know that people can receive dead words. If you receive living word, everything you proclaim comes alive. Everything you, you begin to exp express, amen, the, the ministry of, the, of, of Adam. Adam was given, amen, a living word. Everything he speaks come to life. Everything he proclaims, amen, becomes an establishment. 
He sees things. He names them by their true nature. He received ah, Jesus. Living word. Living. Living. If he's living, he's quick. He's active. It's alive. If he's living, he's not dead. <laughs> the opposite of, of dead is to live. The opposite of living is dead. Moses received living word. Friends, I want to I beg you this morning. When you begin to pray, it's time to engage God. I want the living word. I want to receive, give me the living word. If they ask you, are you ready to pay the price? Tell them yes. <laughs> tell them yes. Because listen to this. Not everybody. Of course, if everybody has a living word by now, like I said, would have changed the world. But you know that certain people have received the living word. When you look at certain people's ministry, when you look at certain people's life, family, when you look at amen, their personality, you know this, these people are eating from amen, the, the, the fruit of the tree of life. They're not eating from the tree amen, of, the, of, of the knowledge of good and evil. They have received it. You have to receive it. Amen. It's not, it's not distributed. <laughs> it's not something that is distributed for everybody. It's okay, take it, take it, take it. No, no. This is not, you know, the man of God prays, take it, take it. No, you don't take it. This one you have to go on your own. They have to send you on a journey. You have to take a journey to receive living word. Living word, friends. Are you ready? Are you ready to receive living word? Living word. Moses received living word. This word will not just leave my spirit. He received it. Lord, we receive living word. I receive living word. The Bible says, the word of Samuel did not fall to the ground. Every word that Samuel spoke brought fruits, came to pass. Every word. The word, that word fall to the ground means the word did not become, amen, unproductive. The word, the word fell into the lives of men, into the hearts of men. He received living word. Jesus said, I am, I am, I am, hallelujah, the living word. I am the living word. He received it. Moses, Moses encountered Christ. Moses encountered Jesus. No wonder they send him. A man who, who has encountered, a woman who has encountered Christ is a sent one. You always go and represent, amen, the intentions of God. And you will never misrepresent God. Because, amen, that living word, amen, has that, you know, uh, uh, you know guide. It guides you, leads you. Halalaboshi. He received it. Father, I pray this morning. More than anything in this season, we want to receive the living word. We are tired of the words of men. We are tired of the ideologies of men. We are tired of how men portray you, how men define you. We want to take a journey to the place where, particularly in this new day, where you are opening the channel of truth to us again. In this day where you are asking us to come out of, yes, the ark. In this new day where you are opening, yes, the earth once again. In this season where the water has, 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 has gone down and is totally dry. Now we are stepping out. Lord, we pray that we will receive, oh God, a living word that will guide our path. Yes, the word yes is a guide the word the word that word 
is a guide unto our feet, ah, a light unto our path. We want to receive, oh God, this new day, a living word. We want to journey. We want to walk. We want to please you. The word, Jesus said, the word that I speak to you, they are spirit. Spirit you can't see, but you can see the manifestation. You can see their impact. So, Father, as we receive this word, we may not see it with our physical eyes. But, Lord, we come into this atmosphere of the living word. And as this word begins to work in our life, may we become an extension of that which you desire to do in this brand new day. May our life becomes the enfoldings, the reality of what you desire to see manifest on earth in our day. Father, may our life, O oh God, continue to remain in oneness with your voice, with your desire, with your intention. We pray this morning, grant us, Almighty God, the liberty, yes, Lord, not to be afraid, but to enter, to enter, to enter interact with the spirit of God of the living word. Moses received the living word. He was able to go back. Where he ran from, he ran to. Because he received the living word. You mean you took him to the wilderness for 40 years just to receive a living word? Yes. Yes. Father, as you open the, 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 the nations to us again, as you open your intentions to us again, we wait on you as we receive the living word. The scripture says the word of God amen, is quick and powerful. It's sharper than any two-edged sword. Ah, We receive, oh God. We receive. We receive. We receive. We receive in the name of Jesus. Every part of my being I receive. Oh God, on behalf of my brethren, I receive for them, oh God. May they receive the living word. The word, oh God, that will grant them vision. That will grant them revelation. The word that will bring them, yes, into contact with wisdom. The word that will grant them capacity, oh God, to come into what is called your counsel. The word that will bring them, oh God, into revelation. That we will not judge, oh God, by what we see with our naked eyes or with our ears, oh God. But Lord, we will judge because your spirit, oh God, is prompting and directing us. This is the heart of true spirituality. That we can represent you. That we can represent your intention. That we can represent your purposes. That we can stand up, oh God. Yes, Father. As a people in the earth proclaiming and declaring the day of, of, your, of, your, of your vengeance. Proclaiming and declaring the day of your light. The day of your truth. The day of healing. The day of deliverance. Thank you, Spirit of God. May the word begin to prevail. May the living word prevail over every aspect of our being. May the living word prevail over every aspect of our life. May the living word prevail over every aspect, oh God, of our desire. We come into oneness. We come into light. We come into, yes, your desire. Oh, Father, thank you. Teach us how to pray in the power of the living word. He receive, he receive, he receive it. He received the living word which he brought to us, which he gave to us. We have come to the place, oh God, of receiving. Thank you for the sight. Thank you for awakening us. Thank you for awakening us this morning to this truth once again. 
as we step out this morning, we proclaim, oh God, may your kingdom come. May your will be done. As it is done in heaven, let it be done in, in our lives. Wherever we are this morning, across the land, across the nation, sir. We pray in the name of Jesus. Let a new company of people, yes, Father, come into the frequency of your heart and mind for this brand new day. We we embrace that which, oh God, your spirit, yes, is pointing to, showing us that which your spirit, oh God, is highlighting in this brand new day. We say yes to it, oh God, from Lord, from 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 Zambia to Zimbabwe. We say yes to your will in the name of Jesus. From Congo, yes, Lord, uh, yes, Lord, to Mozambique, we say yes to your will in the name of jesus for angola in the name of from angola oh god yes to burundi we say yes to your will in the name of jesus yes lord we proclaim this morning from tanzania almighty god yes to 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 to, to nigeria we say yes to your will oh god in the name of jesus we say yes to your will oh god yes in the sahel in the name of jesus we say yes oh god in the horn of africa we say yes oh god in the sadak we say yes to your will in the name of jesus oh god in central africa we say yes to your will. We proclaim let the light of your glory begin to shine across the continent of Africa. We awake this day into light in the name of Jesus. We say yes to your will, O God. In America, in the name of Jesus, in all the states of America, we say let there be light, O God. We turn on the light of your will. We proclaim, O God, your desire and your intention. Let it. Let it come. In Europe, let it come. In the Arab world, let it come, O oh God. In China, O oh God. Yes, in Asia, let it come. Yes, in the Orient, let it come in the name of Jesus. May your will be done. May your kingdom come. Lord, are people embracing the living word all across the earth, oh God. When we embrace the living word, we are not afraid. We are not captured by lie. We do not give in to the deceit of man. When we embrace the living word, we can no longer be deceived. Neither do we continue to live in self-delusion. The living word we embrace. Thank you, Spirit of God. May your word prevail over our life. May it prevail over the strong areas of our belief. May your word, oh God, conquer us this morning. May your word conquer us, oh God. May your word conquer us. May your word give us breakthrough. May your word give us life. May your word give us truth. May your word give us grace. May your word give us courage. We rise up in the power of the living word and we declare this day that we are free from every identity that is not of you. We are free, liberated from every lie that is not of you. In the name of Jesus, we are People of the truth. Jesus said, I am the way. I am the truth and the life. We embrace this th threefold ministry. We embrace the way, the truth, and the life. We embrace Jesus. Yes, the ascended one. We are seated with Christ in heavenly places. Uh, far above all principalities and power. We come against the rulers of darkness of this world. We come against spiritual wickedness in high places. Uh, we declare they have no power. They have no influence. Uh, they have no voice uh, over our sphere, over our space. Uh, we rise. Uh, we break the chains of bondage and we declare let the people of God yes be free let there be a liberation let the people of God be liberated let the nations be liberated let the light of God's kingdom continue to shine send forth your prophets across the nations oh God send forth your prophet across the land send them oh God with the living word Send them, O oh God, with truth. Thank you, Father. Blessed be the name of him who has called us, empower us to stand and to rise in this brand new day. 
Father, we thank you. We bless your holy name for your spirit that is at work in us, both to will and to do of your good pleasure. We celebrate this brand new day, this new beginning. We celebrate your counsel. We celebrate your purposes. We celebrate your intention. We embrace every aspect of your plan for this brand new day, this brand new season. We declare, may your kingdom once again come, Lord. Take your place. Rule and reign, Master Jesus. Rule and reign. Take your place over our lives, over our space, over our home, our family, our ministry, our career, our business. We declare this day. We are engrafted in your palm. Nothing can plug us from your hand. We continue to change. We continue to embrace the ministry of change that we may become indeed agents of change. We bless you, God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, we celebrate you. Oh, hallelujah. We rejoice in you. We rejoice in you, Father. We rejoice in your word. We rejoice in your truth. We rejoice in the meats of your word. We rejoice in the milk. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let the nations rejoice. Let the people clap their hands. Let them sing aloud. Let them proclaim his majesty. He's worthy. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. And amen. Well, we've come to the end of this morning broadcast. Thank you so much, everyone, for connecting this morning. Really appreciate it. I'm not sure if I'm seeing Amen, Apostle Well. Thank you so much, Apostle Well. Abraham, thank you. I'm, I, I, the thing is a bit far from me. Yeah, but I, I can see some faces there. Thank you, Sister Myrtles. Thank you, uh, Brother uh, Mervyn. And of course, my dear sister, Atina. Thank you, everyone, for connecting this morning. Have yourself a wonderful, blessed day. It's raining. It's pouring down here, all right, in the western Cape Franjouk. It's wet. It's cold. But we thank God, amen, for this word that has brought life and fire once again to our spirit. May your day be filled with blessing. May your day, hallelujah, continue to increase in the light of God's prophetic program. May you continue to be the joy of the nation. May God's glory continue to radiate within your life and your family. May your spirit continue to draw life, amen. May you step out this morning and bring forth his purpose. God bless you. Enjoy the rest of your day. Bye-bye. Thank you all.